You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Uh, please remember to uh, to subscribe on YouTube if that's where you're watching us or on any of your favorite podcast applications if you are listening to us that way. few things to, uh, to get to today uh, as the, the New York Giants continue to search for a head coach. Really two topics today. One is the latest on that head coaching search, and the other is impressions, takeaways, thoughts from Joe Shane's introductory press conference on Wednesday as general manager of the New York Giants. Let's start with uh, with that press conference. Yours truly was in East Rutherford on Wednesday morning. To, to hear Shane speak for the first time to the media, also to, uh, to talk to Giants co-owner John Mara. Did a takeaways on some of my thoughts regarding Shane's press conference and, and what we learned at Big Blue View on, on Thursday morning. Let's talk about some of those things here. My biggest concern, my, my biggest takeaway is that although the Giants, although ownership, although John Mara recognizes that the last decade has been bad, he says he wants to get off the train of consistently having to change GMs and having to change head coaches. He wants change in the organization at least he says he wants change. He went outside to hire Joe Shane, first GM really outside the Giants organizational tree since George Young was hired in 1979. I came away from Wednesday with concerns about how much organizational change John Mara is willing to accept about how much authority and decision-making ability he is actually going to grant Joe Shane as he tries to to build the Giants back into a contending team. Mara has made it clear that Joe Shane will lead the head coaching search, but he also made it clear on Wednesday that that is a collaborative effort that he and Steve Tisch will have a voice in how this is done, that they will approve the decision that gets made. 
Mara said, you know, he did reach out to Brian Flores. He said Flores was on the the short list of all of the GM candidates. So he went ahead and made sure that Flores knew that the Giants were interested. Flores will interview today, Thursday, for that head coaching job. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But but as I said, my biggest concern, my biggest takeaway was that I'm still not 100% certain that John Mara is willing to cede decision-making authority fully to his new general manager. Obviously, ownership wants to feel good about whatever decisions get made. But if you recall, if you're old enough to remember when George Young became Giants general manager, In 1979, John Mara's father, Wellington, you know, was the the owner at the time. And and Wellington was a famously loyal person, loyal to a fault in terms of, of either giving people jobs they weren't qualified for, keeping players too long, keeping people in positions too long simply because he liked them and had respect for them. The thing that Wellington Mara was able to do, and and maybe it was only because he had to, but the thing that Wellington Mara was able to do back in 1979 when the Giants hired George Young, who is, of course, now in the Hall of Fame and, and built two Super Bowl winning teams for the Giants, the thing that Wellington was able to do was to step back and allow George Young to hire the coach he wanted to hire when he hired Ray Perkins and then to hire Bill Parcells when Perkins left. He allowed George Young to build this team, to make the roster decisions, to make the major decisions. He allowed George Young at the end, near the end of his tenure to release Phil Simms, even though it, you know, it, it was something that Wellington Mara did not want done. You know, reports and in, in what you read about that at, is that, you know, heart, Mara was heartbroken when the Giants released Sims. But the point of all of that being he stepped back. He allowed the general manager to run the football operation, to build the football team, to do the things that he wanted to do. Entering the search for a GM, that was a major question. Would the Giants actually do that? There are lots of reporting about whether the Giants would go outside, whether they were willing to change their power structure, whether they were willing to give the GM the authority to hire his own head coach. I came away from Wednesday with with mixed feelings. John Mara says he wants change. He says he wants Joe Shane to evaluate the organization, see what they do well, see what they don't do well. He wants different results, but I am still not certain that he is willing to allow his new general manager full control or what you might call carte blanche to to make whatever changes he deems necessary in order to get this done. So I'm I'm optimistic about Joe Shane, 
I think he's an intelligent person. I think he's got a great pedigree. He's got a great background in terms of people he's worked with, places he's been, people who support him. He listed a great many people as mentors and people that he would thank uh, in helping him rise, you know, from a, a ticket office intern when he started in Carolina in 2000 to, to getting this job today. He has seen a well-run functioning organization in Buffalo, you know, turn from a, a team that was a laughing stock for a long time into a a team that is now one of the AFC powerhouses. So he's seen how it's done. I think that John Mara in his heart knows that some things have to change with how the Giants organization is run. I am still not convinced, though, that that John Mara will be on board if Joe Shane says, I absolutely can't work with Brian Flores as head coach or or X, Y, and Z people have to be removed from the front office or we have to change the structure of how we scout, how we evaluate talent. We have to, we have to move away from the ideas that of, of certain people in the front office and do things a different way. I'm just not sure. I hope that he will. I think he recognizes that it's been a, an awful decade and that, that some things have to change. I just came away not certain that he's fully going to allow Joe Shane to, to build this organization in the vision that, that he wants to and in the way that he wants to. We'll find out over the next, uh, over the next few years, of course, but, uh, but that bears watching just to see how much influence uh, John Mara and ownership uh, intends, to, uh, intends to, to continue to have here. So, uh, so for me, that's, that's a major, major thing to watch as we go forward in the hiring of the head coach, in, in, in all of the, the major decisions that get made regarding Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and, and anything else that that is a, a big decision uh, in the uh, in the future during the Joe Shane era, you know one thing that that Shane said was that he did not see at least initially a need for a complete teardown or for wholesale changes, and maybe that is Joe Shane, you know simply. In terms of the front office, maybe that is Joe Shane simply trying to motivate guys to do the best job that they can possibly do between now and the 2022 NFL draft. The reality of it is you can't blow up the front office and make wholesale changes in that department anyway. Right now, you're too deep into the draft process. You're too close to free agency. Too much of that work has already been done. You can't completely restructure a front office right now. Major changes, if they're going to be made in the scouting department, in the front office, major changes would likely come after the draft. So this could be Joe Shane simply asking, you know, for the best possible work 
you know, from the guys in that front office, trying to motivate them, giving them the carrot of you'll stay if you prove your worth to me. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I think oftentimes people in management positions make the mistake of simply walking in with a hatchet and just removing everyone just to remove everyone and starting over. So if Joe Shane truly wants to evaluate, wants to see who's worth staying, who isn't worth keeping uh, and make his decisions, you know, a little bit down the road, then I'm good with that. I do. However, as I said, I do hope that John Mara and Steve Tisch are willing to allow Joe Shane the flexibility to, to restructure the front office in any way that he sees fit. Shane told me on Wednesday that he believes he does have that authority and we'll see how he uses it and if he actually is able to exercise it here going forward over the next few months. All right, the uh, another thing that, that Shane spoke about on Wednesday was Daniel Jones. He made it clear that uh, that he looks at Jones as the guy who is most likely going to be the Giants quarterback in 2022, said that when they hire a head coach, they will sit down as an organization, assess the film, look at what Jones does well, look at what he doesn't do well, and try to build an offense that accentuates the, the positives in Daniel Jones's game. John Mara also reiterated that the the organization continues to believe in Jones. He said that uh, in Jones' first three years, he said the organization has done just about anything possible to to screw the kid up. They want to give Jones a fair shot. I still don't believe that the Giants will pick up Jones' fifth-year option. I think that the 2022 season ends up being a prove-it year for Daniel Jones, a year where he has to show the organization that uh, that he can be a franchise quarterback, a top half of the league guy, a guy that they can go forward with. So I, I think he gets the 2022 season to, uh, to show them that. And I think that after the 2022 season, the Giants will decide – whether or not to to go forward or whether to go into the uh, the quarterback market, whether that be free agency trade or into the draft uh, for a new quarterback for 2023. The fifth year option never actually came up, but I don't think the Giants will exercise the fifth year option. I don't think they should at this point in time. That would be committing you know more than $21 million to Jones. It, without really knowing if he's a guy that you want to go forward with uh, beyond 2022. So I don't think the Giants will do that. Shane did not uh, did not address uh, Saquon Barkley's future with the Giants. He did address the salary cap. Obviously, the Giants have a lot of work to do there. And he said the concern about that is real and Obviously, the uh, it's going to end up meaning that the Giants are going to have to move on from some players because they're going to have to clear space in one way or another. So some of the, the higher profile name guys that, that have been with the Giants 
for the last couple of years are probably not going to be with the team in 2022. So, yeah, and, and the other thing that came up with both Shane and with John Mara was the the time frame for a turnaround. John Mara said that he he expected the team to be better in 2022 than it was in 2021 but that he's not issuing playoff mandates or how much you have to win X number of games. He said that he wants Joe Shane to build the program, to build the team, to get it right for sustained success. Now, you know, we've, we've heard all of that before. We've heard Dave Gettleman say that you can win while building a roster. We heard Joe Shane say yesterday that, that you can win while building a team or that you can be competitive while building a team and and that he doesn't really believe in teardowns. And yet I still think you may see a teardown here over the, over, over the next year or two. Dave Gettleman learned the hard way that, that you can't, try to win on one hand and say you're trying to rebuild on the other hand. I think that was part of the Saquon Barkley, Eli Manning mistake. Hopefully Joe Shane does not repeat that pattern. Um, It was noteworthy that, that some of the language he used on Wednesday in talking about winning and building was very similar to what Gettleman used a few years back so that's that's something worth watching. Sounds like John Merritt doesn't want to see a two and fifteen season next year. He doesn't want to see a total teardown. Um, sounds like you know he'd like to see progress, which is also what Joe Shane referenced. And uh, you know we'll we'll see where that goes. John Merritt, Steve Tisch are going to have to emphasize some patience here. I think they understand that. I think they. They said they understood it when they hired Joe Judge. Circumstances just really didn't allow them to exercise that kind of patience. But after three consecutive coaching hires that lasted only two seasons, after hiring yet another general manager, as John Mara said, he really wants to get off this train. He doesn't want to hold another one of these introductory press conferences for many, many years. and. If things don't go swimmingly at the beginning, in order to get off that train, John Mara and Steve Tisch may have to just swallow and and deal with some hard times for a little bit here and, and allow Joe Shane and, and whoever the new head coach is to, uh, to, to get this figured out, to get this built in the way that they want to get it built. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. 
Real Traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Giants fans, let's talk a little bit about the Giants search for a head coach. Things appear to be heating up on that front. On Thursday, former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is in East Rutherford, New Jersey, talking with Giants ownership, talking with Joe Shane. A lot of people consider Flores to be a guy they would like to be the Giants head coach. Giants admitted on Wednesday that Flores has a lot of questions to answer in terms of how his tenure ended in Miami. And there was a lot of controversy, a parent power struggle between Flores and Chris Greer, who happens to be a, a person who Joe Shane worked with for a number of years in Miami. So Shane and Greer know each other well, and Shane will get Greer's side of that story if he hasn't gotten it already. So Flores has to answer for how his tenure ended there, he has to answer for the uh, for owner Stephen Ross saying that basically he didn't like the culture in the building under Flores. He didn't like the uh, that, that he wasn't sure that Flores was able to build relationships in the building, that uh, that Flores hadn't built what he felt like was a sustainable winning culture in the way that the organization was running while Flores was head coach. He has to answer for the fact that he went through multiple offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, multiple coaches at, at various positions on the staff. So there was a lot of, uh, a lot of turnover, a lot of tumult, a lot of controversy during Flores time in Miami, and he has to have answers for those. I'm also curious about uh, any relationship between Joe Shane and Brian Flores, because until this meeting in New Jersey, these two men had never met. They've obviously never worked together. Shane wants someone who is in lockstep with him in terms of vision in the building of the Giants culture, the Giants future. And I have a hard time seeing Brian Flores as a guy who's going to make to be a seamless fit with Joe Shane simply because he they don't know each other. Flores does have a reputation for being strong-willed. There are people who think that he wants more power you know, than just being the head coach. The Giants have made it clear that their model is top-down ownership, then GM, then head coach. So Flores will have to be willing to accept a, a power structure where the GM is above him on the organizational chart and where final decision-making power in terms of, of the roster and things like that falls on the GM's shoulders. At least that is the impression we were left with on Wednesday. And we'll see what, uh, so, so lots of questions for, for Brian Flores to answer. Um, the other thing to factor in Brian Dable, 
Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator has been thought to be the front runner for the Giants job. Well, reports are also circulating that that Dable is also at the top of the list for the Miami Dolphins opening. He's interviewed there twice. Some reports believe he could prefer the Miami job partially because he has worked with Tua Tagovailoa, the uh, Dolphins quarterback in the past when the two were together at Miami. So we'll see what happens there. But there is potential for the Giants to uh, to wind up losing out on Brian Dable if, uh, if he is indeed the guy that they want. If it's not going to be Dable, if it's not going to be Flores, and if the Giants are not going to expand their search, then you're probably looking at second-time head coach candidates in Leslie Frazier and Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, of course, is a hot commodity, might be a really good compromise candidate for the Giants, guy who who took the Atlanta Falcons to a Super Bowl, took them to the playoffs twice in five-plus seasons, guy who has a reputation as a good coach, uh, things kind of fell apart near the end of his tenure in Atlanta. Reasons for that, to be honest, I, I'm not clear on. That would require that'll require a little bit more investigation. But uh, but Quinn's tenure did not did not end well. I think there were back to back seven and nine seasons. And then he was fired in the middle of an zero and five start. Quinn did a great job though last season in Dallas appears to be, as I said, a hot commodity. He's going to have a head coaching job in 2022. And as I think about this, as I think about the possibility of losing Brian Dayball, as I think about the, the concerns that I have about the ability for, for Joe Shane and Brian Flores to work together, I wonder if in the end, Dan Quinn might be the compromise candidate here, might be the guy that the Giants turn to. We'll have to see. Could be, uh, could be a decision as early as Saturday. Leslie Frazier interviews for a second time on Friday. Frazier, of course, is another, uh, is another candidate, the defensive coordinator from the Buffalo Bills. I think he's a guy that Joe Shane has a lot of respect for. I'm not sure that that Frazier would be the choice over Quinn if it comes to that, but uh, remains to be seen and should only be a couple of days before we have a, a head coach of your New York Giants and we know exactly who the, the GM head coach combination is going to be as the Giants try to, uh, to move forward and uh, and rise out of the the depths of of five straight double digit loss seasons so uh we'll keep you informed as much as we can at big blue view keep coming back check out our story stream on the coaching search check out all of our news analysis as i said subscribe to uh, to the podcast or the youtube channel and uh thank you very very much giants fans and we'll talk to you soon bye bye First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. 
Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.